So basically, when you run an e-commerce, the first question you need to ask, or one of the questions that is more asked, is about differentiating all the traffic you get. One thing is like, okay, social, SEO, paid channels, etc. But when it comes to like all the organic traffic, there are so many different ways to analyze it. So how much brand traffic I have, how much non-brand traffic, which are my really core business keywords that are driving revenue to me. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. I'm your host, Norbert Strappler, the CEO of SingSpider. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops podcast. Today I'm talking to David Kaufram from SEO Crawl, really, let's say, old entrepreneur. He started with the age of 15, now he's 28 years old. And yeah, he has a great SEO tool and uh, SEO agency. He's a professional there. David, please introduce yourself. Perfect. Yeah, Norbert, pleasure to meet you and I'm so happy to be here. I'm David Kaufman. I'm 28 years old. I, I live in Spain and I've always lived here. And like 100 kilometers from Barcelona. I started really young uh, as an entrepreneur and I have always loved like the startup world. So really happy to be here with you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. It's great to, to have you. And I've heard you recently got a daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nearly uh, two months old now and so happy with her. <laughs> Congratulations. That's really cool. Um, and, and it's a bit different now to have the company and the baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like uh, running uh, two companies was hard at the same time. But running two companies with a baby is a bit trickier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I assume. Or I know, actually, because I also have two kids. So I know there's a lot of things changing. But tell me a bit more about your business. How did you start the business and why actually did you found an SEO agency? Yeah, actually, it's like a long story. So I will try to make like a super short summary, not to worry you and, and the audience. So basically, I love playing chess since I was six years old. So when I was 15, I went to tournaments, I wrote blogs, photos, and games, and people was interested. So I started getting my first sponsors and doing like the first business things. And then that evolved into Chess Live, a much like serious company devoted to online chess that got like 100K clients all around the world. And it was acquired by a German company. I was there like living a few months. And finally, I, I stopped and, and ended in, in chess.com. That was like the best experience I had in, in all my life as a company and as a global SEO and ASO manager. Uh, we, we grew the traffic from 1 million per month to over 30 million. So it was like super, super incredible. And then I stopped like as a full-time uh, employee there and co-founded an SEO agency with my wife, which is SEO Alive. So we started like four years ago. And suddenly we realized that we wanted to be like more efficient, do things better. And we started building an internal tool just to manage our clients, to get better reporting, better tagging. And then we realized that, wow, um, if we have this, we could literally uh, allow all the other companies and professionals to use it. And then SEO was founded and it's been nearly three years and it's been a crazy wild ride. Right now, over 20K websites and 10K SEO professionals and companies rely on us, and we are improving every day. So, yeah, <laughs> it has been intense. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's a typical story from the agency to a tool. Yeah. 
that we hear very often where agency uh, founders actually discover a market need for themselves and build a tool out of it. So this is really a, one of the most typical stories and congratulations okay. to so many websites that you support. Do you also support e-commerce clients? Actually, that's one of our uh, most important and typical customer. And basically, I think it's where the highest potential of SEO crawl is unlocked. So basically, when you run an e-commerce, the first question you need to ask, or one of the questions that is more asked, is about differentiating all the traffic you get. One thing is like, okay, social, SEO, paid channels, etc. But when it comes to like all the organic traffic, there are so many different ways to analyze it. So how much brand traffic I have? How much non-brand traffic? which are my really core business keywords that are driving revenue to me. So thanks to SEO Code, we can automate that in one minute. So it's like, okay, everything that contains David Kaufman, it's like a brand tag. Everything that contains SEO consultant or software, it's like my core business keyword. And then automatically, all the dashboards are built and I get like real-time alerts in my email, in Slack, in the dashboard. So all the data that we have went from building eight-hour dashboard in Data Studio or similar, to suddenly being able to analyze everything in seconds. So that has literally transformed the way like most of companies work and analyze their data. That's that's cool. And do you also support companies outside Spain or is it just a Spain-based business? Actually, it's completely global. We support all languages from Spanish, Chinese, Arabic. So it's like completely global and there is no limitation. All languages in the world are supported. And right now we are making a huge effort from partners all around the world to translate the UI also in their language. So for example, right now we got over 20 languages like Danish, German, Brazilian, Portuguese. I mean, there are many, many languages. So as they have like the immersive experience and not just seeing like their data in their language, but also the UI. And how can e-commerce store owners actually really use the software, participate on the insights they get from the software? What, what can they improve? I would say there are like three, four things. So the first one is data analysis. So we connect Google Search Console data, we connect Google Analytics data, and we have developed our own web crawler. So basically it's like, okay, they are seeing all the dashboards from uh, which is like the domain traffic, uh, brand traffic, non-branded traffic, like which are the keywords and URLs that are winning and losing. So in terms of data analysis, it's like super powerful, but then we have an intelligence part. If suddenly one of your top pages for Black Friday gets broken, we send you an immediately alert. If suddenly you lose 20% of the traffic, we tell you exactly which keywords and URLs were the responsibles for, for that. And finally, in terms of intelligence, uh, we are trying to unify all the data and provide you insights. Like if you would like to have like more traffic and more revenue, what you should do. Like please add an internal link from here to here, or put this keyword in this title, like fix this cannibalization. It's like we are trying to get like all the data and put you like the insight into the next level so that you don't need to spend time on it. That's very interesting. What differentiates you against all those uh, big players on the market? I think we all know SEMrush and yeah. uh, Hrefs and what else? Yeah, those are amazing companies. I have like huge respect on them. And personally, like we, we have used them and used them for some of our analysis. And in this case, I would say we are not even competitors because we are in different areas. And that's a question I always get asked. Uh, HREF or SEMrush, for example, they are so focused on keyword research, competitor research, backlink research. However, we don't even do that. We are only focused on your internal data 
and how you can make the most out of it. So that way, in Ahrefs or SEMrush, for example, if you try to analyze the traffic of a website, like 90% of the times it's wrong because they are working on estimates. However, as we have only real data, we can tell you exactly like 964 and yesterday it was like 930. And that's one of the common uh, questions why some of the companies uh, are using SEO crawl instead of those tools for that analysis because they can rely on it and they can like take decisions based on real data. One of, for example, our top feature that is getting like a ton of love and usage is annotations. So right now, like the classical way is, okay, uh, we as a company are making constant changes to the website, titles, headings, new content, whatever. And like the classical way to do it was, okay, I go to Google Analytics, I create an annotation, then I set up an alarm to myself to check the results after seven days, I go to Analytics Search Console. So it's like super tedious. And it's not efficient. In our case, what we did is like, okay, I'm going to add an annotation. I, I write the changes I made. And automatically, after 7 or 14 days, I will receive an email with the results. So the workflow that is created, it's like, okay, I identify an improvement. I change my website. And automatically, I know if this is working or not. I repeat the process. And it's like super nice because I know the things I'm doing are adding value to the company or not are simply like waste of time. That's really very interesting. Yeah. How do you yourself get up to date with the latest trends and strategies in e-commerce marketing and data analysis? Yeah. In this case, I try to combine like different things. Like I am subscribed to several news later, both in, in Spanish and, and in English. And then also like when there are like uh, e-commerce meetups or conferences, I also love to, to see them like even offline or online, because I think that's one of the best things that where they share like latest best practices, like uh, examples of success story. And I try to combine like online and offline presence. And, and are there some practical tips that you can, uh, where you can recommend to our listeners? What are actual trends that, that, that they should follow for optimizing the content? Yeah, right now, you know, like ChatGPT and AI are yeah. like kind of shaking the world. Um, but in our case, I would say like, let's keep like the principles always at the, at the beginning, because those are always like tools that kind of help us improve and guide our efforts. But at the end, we are as humans are the ones that know like probably what will be the best for our users and the content they will love. So just being followed also by the basic principle we have always had, I think it's like a, a nice advice or maybe like a useful advice for our community, I, I hope. Yeah. And if there are always good things, there are also bad things. And I know that there are a lot of CEO, uh, search engine optimization mistakes that you can make. Uh, what are the most common ones? What should I avoid? I would say, yeah, like canonicals. Um, I think they are like nightmares for many e-commerce. You know, like most of the e-commerce CMS are not optimized for SEO. And I think that's one of probably like the, the biggest root mistakes because if the CMS would have like SEO teams and SEO help, uh, it would make like all websites that are built with those CMS like great for SEO. But as they contain already like some mistakes, some issues, then these mistakes are replicated into millions of websites around the world. For example, when you are working like with products and filters or with parameters, sometimes, you know, like canonical tag, which tells Google, hey, this is the right page and it's not like duplicate. It's like the correct one. I'm not following being properly. Or for example, when handing translations 
most of the system do not add like hreflang tags that tell hey google or search engine about like being or with others like this is like the correct english one or this is like the german alternative so those are things that if it would be included in the core of the system that would be like so so helpful How do you balance the need for SEO optimization with other marketing strategies such as paid ad advertising or social media marketing? Is that something that when I was like an SEO consultant like full time I was always recommending to make a balance because for example even when I was trying to grow SEO code I realized that SEO would take time Right now we went from zero to more than 10k organic visits per month mm. but still it's not like the solution because most of the traffic you get it's like non really transactional it's just like informative to build your brand so you need to focus also on like your branded keywords because those are what will drive revenue for you so i um, normally what i was recommending is always set up like a paid strategy at the beginning and then step by step make sure that the seo strategy is oriented with your goals and that's why i think seo crawl plays like a key role because it's not just attracting traffic it's like making sure that you are getting traffic for the important keyword the important urls and not just like the total which looks nice and and it's done so segmenting this traffic tagging it and making sure like it's right and then measuring the results i think it's like the whole cycle that works really great yeah i got it yeah um Do you have any success stories in mind for e-commerce businesses that uh, have used SEO crawl uh, to improve their SEO and increase sales? Yeah, some of them we have NDAs with them um, because there are some really large customers right now using SEO crawl. Uh, but for example, one of them, but it's not exactly e-commerce, but it's like more of a SaaS. Like for example, Chess.com has been using SEO crawl. Since a lot of years, because they are actually their management team is actually investors in in SEO crawl, and they literally grew like from one million to more than thirty million organic visits per month, and they have been able to follow all these paths with with SEO crawl. Hopefully, we soon will be able to publish that success story. But I think they are our, like our biggest success story. Yeah, can we a bit talk about the importance of user experience in e-commerce? How businesses can improve their UX to increase conversions? I have seen that a lot, not just like as a as a marketing professional, but also as a user. That we try to force sometimes like SEO strategies or things that we believe they are nice, like for example, like the categories or the products in intro with tags, and then that puts the the product at the bottom. So always, I would say that teams need to be like super connected in order to achieve like the revenue, which is like at the end the goal. Send our products and make sure they are bought. So in this case, I think it has like a critical role because fifty percent of the purchase is made when the user sees the page. So if it's nice, attractive, and well designed, then it's like okay, I'm going to spend a few more seconds because otherwise, in less than ten seconds, like it's gone. And the same happens, for example, with the speed of the website. If it's mm -hmm. slow in mobile or desktop, then it already communicates like a bad image for the brand. Okay, got it. Yeah. And what about the product page? Is there anything that store owners can do to improve the listings and better optimize it for the search engines? There are like two things I would say. The first one is like analyze which keywords do you have for that landing page or that page that you can optimize, and and there are many things to do, like from on-page optimization, link building like content suggestions, like whatever. And then we have like the, the UI side. So for example, 
once we have 1,000 customers coming to our website every month and we are selling like 10 units, we can use Hotjar or any other system so as to analyze like how people is reacting to the page. We can analyze with Google Tag Manager which buttons are they clicking and uh, if they are converting in a specific stage of the funnel or are they stopping at the beginning. So there are many things, not just for SEO. And that's why I always think that, that teams need to be connected because it's like, okay, I'm getting 1,000 visits from the SEO team and 1,000 for the ads team. And now what happens? So there needs to be like the content team, the product team, analytics team, and then try to make the user at the end of the funnel and make the purchase. But those are things that have been so helpful for me and hopefully for the community also. Yeah. As the tool is something that works with the data that I have. Yeah. So with my data, with my website, do you need to have it in the in the cookie allowance and the cookie banner to get the data or, or is it actually something that that you own and store yourself and where you don't need an allowance to track this very good question because we are so obsessed about privacy and doing things yeah. the right way in our case what we do is like we connect directly and you make the connection so you are the one that connects search console analytics we just connect the api and then every day the data flows into our service we act the same way as like a bank uh, it's everything completely private and encrypted and you are and, and your team are the only ones that have access to the data. And then in case you erase it, it's everything erased. We don't create like a shared database of data. We don't share with third parties or anything. And for me and for our team, this was like our most important principle because there are really big companies relying all their data into us. And we wanted to make sure that everything is like super secure and, and super safe. Yeah, I think this is a very important topic, especially in Europe, yeah. where we have the GDPR and it's it's just something that yeah every, every European company looks at, actually. Yeah. In the, end, the only thing we are doing is store your data safely and put it in a way that it's helpful for you. And you are the one that controls everything about it. So we don't do anything. And we're just like the tool to help you analyze it. So I, I really appreciate you asking because we get this question a lot and always it's transferred. And even for really big companies, we even sign like NDAs and data protect privacy documents. So we are so committed to that. That's cool. Now you said it's with the own data. Yeah. What is if I want to look into some competitor data? So to analyze the SEO efforts of the competitors, how do I rank against them? That's a feature that we are developing that we don't have yet. And right now we can have like half of the analysis. Right now I can tell you everything about their health, like which pages they have, uh, which is their, their health of any of their pages, if they are doing something great that we are not. We can also compare ourselves with them. But in terms of like data traffic, that's something that we don't have. And uh, we, some of the tools we were mentioning before are super nice on, on that. So we prefer to focus on internal data analysis, so trying to, com to compete with companies that have been doing that for years and it will be very difficult to create something like better than them. Yeah, that's for sure. But every day new businesses get found and maybe there might be a better one than the ones we have, but they are really great. Yeah, I need to agree. Yeah. Tell me a bit about your company uh, yourself. So are you using a lot of automations in your company to make the business more, let's say, more affordable, more, more easy to manage? I try. It's not always possible because one of the things I always try is to make like a personal approach. So for example, when I'm doing like demos or answering support, like it's something that I try to really understand like the use case of that person. And then 
if that person has an issue that could be replicated, then I try to automate the solution. But in my case, I try to make like HAL, so HAL automation and always try to give this personal uh, human touch. So I would say like we make a mix. <laughs> yeah. And, and how important is automation for you? Does it play a big role or in general for businesses? What would you say? I would say it's critical, especially when it comes to like many, many areas, for example, sales, invoicing. So once we have the proper workflow setup, it's like everything goes smoothly. But then if you try to always make something manual and then scale, it's like you, you feel the pressure and, and it's like not growing. Once something starts to be repeating and growing, it's like always I try to like try automate that. Yeah, automation is some key to, to really save time, actually. And when we talk about automation, I mean, we need to talk about chat GPTI. Tell me a bit about your opinion. What do you think will be in the, in, in the future? How will it affect uh, search engine optimization? It's like a really good question. And the truth is that I don't know exactly. And I have been personally like a bit away from it because it's like so many things happening that at the same time we need to run and operate our business and grow. So I have been trying to focus on that and then add chat GPT and over like start stabilize, be documented well and everything. And then like I will analyze because every day we see like new things happening. And in our case, I mean, there are like several SEOs like worried about the future of SEO for ChatGPT, but at the end, even Google will launch their own things and everything. And SEO will always be like a thing because it's really dumb that ChatGPT or other solutions will like replace like what we see right now. And at the end, they will be just an alternative, uh, an alternative to find things in a, in a really great way, the same way that Wikipedia, for example, is, is working. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we will see. <laughs> we will see, yeah. Do you already have clients that are using it for creating some content for their websites or workshops? Yeah, several of them and tutorials and things. Even like I saw one partner that was using like to build even website that ChatGPT was coding them. So I have seen some really cool things, I must say, but... Not sure what will be the next chapter for them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yesterday, I used it to create a small functions PHP script for WordPress, where I just asked for that script and it worked really like charm. So very interesting. But we will see what the future brings. Yeah, David, last question for today. Who has told you the most about e-commerce and SEO in your career? Like the person I have learned the most? Person, book, Google. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think we'll need that to add that to like the post interview <laughs> because uh, I'm not sure. I think it has been like a combination of many small pieces that have created like a puzzle. So it's like e commerce conferences, like some people that I really admire that have taught me like a lot, experience and personal trying. I think it's also key. So I would say like, puzzle of things <laughs> a puzzle of things yeah you have a really long career now long in the business and you learned a lot step by step and that's really cool i really like the interview thank you so much for your time david having a tool that gives you the possibility to analyze the data that you have in a great dashboard that gives you a lot of insights and real-time data in a portions that you can understand is a very important thing for, for every kind of business, especially also for e-commerce store owners that are doing a lot of other things or need to do a lot of other things, quickly need to browse about possible solutions, possible impacts, and possible ways to improve the sales. You mentioned, I think, yeah, sorry, David, please. You mentioned something that for me, it's key. It's like 
when I was working with e-commerce sites, I I hope I I would have had like SEO club because it would have saved me like tons of hours and time and have better results. So I think one of the key, if you allow me to say to the success of SEO Crow, it is built from the pain. And thanks to that, like many people are now using it because it's like, if I would have had a team working with me, they would have had uh, SEO Crow and all the features, really making a, a key difference in many companies. Yeah, absolutely cool. Thank you so much. It was really great talking to you. And guys, check out SEO Crawl. You will find the link in the blog post. And of course, you can Google it. You will find it. It's a SEO tool. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, and yeah, don't forget, if you like this episode, to subscribe for our podcast and maybe write a review. Just come back. See you soon. Bye-bye. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for EcomOps Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.